We can just get some some food, a few wines, and we're good to go. You're listening to Behind the Clipboard, event experts empowering you to throw killer events for your business, workplace, social circle, and beyond. We're giving you the insider toolkit, allowing you to make your events the talk of the town. Produced by Known Associates Events, it's time to go backstage with your hosts, Tamara Cook, Crystal Thane and Melissa Howie. Welcome to Behind the Clipboard. I'm Crystal Thane and please welcome my fellow event gurus, Tamara Cook of Known Associates Events and Melissa Howie. Hi. Hello. Sam was just taking a sip of her champagne. I was. Thought she could say hello. I was. And now Great start. I've got this terrible fear that all the bubbles going to make me burp. Sexy. <laughs> Should I not have said that? No, no cool. I love it. We like that. Um, we're being very rude to our guest. Welcome to In the Green Room with Blake from Proof. Yeehaw. Woo. Hello. Sorry, I was just taking <laughs> a drink just that time. I was got already. the worst timing, Chris. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm fired already. Hello, everybody. How are we? Oh. Good, thanks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What a voice. I know. I know. Oh, wow. You Thank you. made for podcasting. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I just sit in a dark room and talk to myself <laughs> and put it on the internet and that's about my life. Well, one might say he is made for singing. Yes. yes. We should probably explain what Proof is. One of the best cover bands in, oh, I was going to say West Australia, but let's go Australia. Let, Australia. Let's just expand yeah. it oh, out. The, the globe, the, the globe, hemisphere. the universe. Oh, yeah. yeah, Southern Hemisphere Australasia. for sure. Australasia. Um, like the Oceania. <laughs> Oceania. <laughs> um, no, that's right. So I work in a band called Proof. Um, we've been around for about 13 years now, which is wow. which is a while. So we kind of yeah. started at Whopper. So there's the – I guess everyone that sort of works in events these days has a few different jobs or slashies as I think they like to call us. Slashies. So mm. I work in Proof. Um, I work on, on radio for 94.5, so I have an Australian music show, um, which is where I'm going after this. And on top of that, I have a voiceover business, I have an events business with my wife and um, – and I work in musical theatre. So everyone kind of does a few different things. Take a lot of spare time on your hands. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. I don't know if everyone does that much. <laughs> well, no. the good thing is <laughs> you kind of can make your own schedule. So, you know, you might True. work crazy for 30 days and then have five days off. So it's it's fine. It's all Ooh, good. five days. <laughs> I know. Five but whole days. <laughs> <laughs> but then you feel, I don't know about you guys, when you have a few days off, you go... It's nice to have a day off, maybe two, but then you start going, oh, you get bored. God. You get bored, you know, why, why aren't I working? Yeah. I go back to a project. It. I'm out of things to clean. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Or you exactly. just miss the game. I miss, I get antsy and I'm like, oh, I just want to do something. Yeah. <laughs> why am I not at a gig? Who else is at the gig if I'm not there? Oh. Yes. Yeah. Do you get like right. gig FOMO? Yeah, like, 100%. Who have they booked? Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> I think everybody does. It's a natural thing, even if it's MC stuff or band stuff or whatever, really. But yeah. Well, Blake, yep. we think you are an absolute superstar, which oh. why we, is why we have invited you here today. Thank you. To chat to us because we want to unlock the um, secret side of Blake. The secret side of music in events. <laughs> <laughs> have you got champagnes? Anything yeah. could happen. I know. Mm-hmm. That's right. But we, we have both busted a move on the dance floor to you. Actually, yeah. all of us. Sorry. We all have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we think you're an absolute star at what you do. Well, thank I you. I got the microphone one night, didn't I? That yeah. sounds, I think I sang that with sounds about right. Was that at the Boobalicious Ball? Yeah. Yeah, yeah yep. I do remember that. That does sound familiar. Yeah. Did I, think I, did I leave really yeah. early? Because yeah. I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the I'm band sure starts pretty late at that one. I think the party yeah, goes till like two. Yeah, oh, one, one, two. Yeah. Yeah. one of the good late. events. Yeah, mm. that's right. Yeah. Not Any many go that long these days. Yeah, that's true. Any event where you can sing with the band. I'm there. Yep. I don't think they're traditional events, Tam. I think you just get up and yeah. sing with the band. And I think he turned <laughs> his microphone she off. Wasn't, <laughs> let me say, Tam wasn't invited. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't <laughs> think. 
Like, is it normally a section of your set list where you go, anyone from the audience want to sing? Is, is Tam yeah. out there? Because yeah. I've got a song ready for her. And she probably is out there. So, <laughs> so you've done an amazing job introducing yourself because you're a super big professional radio person. Unlike us. Unlike mm-hmm. us, pretty much. I know we're all very nervous having Blake here, I think. No, don't be. <laughs> don't be. What's something the public might not know about you? May not know about me? Mm. Um, <laughs> um, I think... Everyone's motivated by different things in life, and I'm motivated by wine and cheese. I would say oh, the oh, we you you're on the right podcast, really good company. Yeah, yeah. the um, my wife and I we spent three years living in a shed at my mum and dad's house. My mum and dad have a property in Swan Valley in Henleybrook. We lived in there for three years in the shed to save a deposit to build our home, and we moved to the Swan Valley for the one reason of the fact of wine and cheese. And if we have a few days off, that's all we do. Wine that's tours. the best reason ever to move oh, anywhere. Is there not a better reason? <laughs> Completely. I've got a question. Mm. Can you do wine without cheese? Yeah, I can. Feels I can a bit do. empty though. It, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> completely. It's it's two halves of the same puzzle, but Ooh. yeah, everything's a little bit better when they're when they're kind of combined. But now I feel like I'm entering this kind of like wine cheese snobbery thing in my mind, where if we go to like a dinner welcome, party, Blake. <laughs> yeah. welcome, welcome, welcome to the party, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the club. And if they're not paired, I'm like, oh, you could have just spent a little bit of time. Like, I, I, I don't want to waste my. Palette. I mean, is this amateur hour here? What's going on? <laughs> I can, I, I'm guessing I know what's on your artist writer. Uh, yeah. If I. I tell you what, if I put wine and cheese in an artist writer, we would get this many gigs. Yeah. <laughs> no one, no one would give us that. Fair we enough. would, yeah, we would, we would. I'll hold yeah. you to that next. I would gig. definitely, I would yeah. definitely. So wine and cheese. Blake's obviously coming on to another episode about wine and cheese in a few weeks. I would say. absolutely. <laughs> you actually We're got unlucky because this is the first recording we haven't had cheese. Oh yet. really? <laughs> well, actually, I have a crap load of cheese in the fridge. There you which go. I could go out and get yeah. some. I just <laughs> just for Blake. We're trying to just relax on the cheese because yeah. we eat too much. Yeah. Oh, yeah, if that and that's the other thing as well. You have to relax on the cheese. But there's a place in the Valley called um, the Cheese, cheese Barrel. barrel. <laughs> like, yes. Hallelujah! <laughs> Praise the flights. Oh, oh so good. So and, good. The, and it's cheeses that I've never heard of before in my mm-hmm. life, and they're just incredible. And what you can take the your dog where they do the little warm up, like they warm up the oh. they bake it. Oh, the Sorry, ba- baked, yeah, baked camembert. camembert. Get out of town. Oh, 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 oh. So good. You know, what are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I think this is an event podcast, but yeah. <laughs> the cheese is great. Well, cheese is an event. Yeah, it's an oh, ev- yeah. event of a lifetime. An event mm-hmm. in itself. So what are the key things, getting back to the topic, mm. <laughs> um, you need to know as the talent from the event manager? Um, I guess I think a lot of people think about bands and entertainment as a bit of an afterthought at events sometimes. It's it's so focused on a lot of other things, which is fair enough. Um, and so therefore, bands often don't get a full brief of what the event is for, um, you know, what it's what the reason for the event is, if it's to raise money, if it's to look after these stakeholders or whatever. So I think for me, having more information is better than not having enough information. That's a great tip. I reckon a lot of people would leave that out, yeah. like the purpose of the event, because they yeah. think, why do, why do you need to know? Well, absolutely. Yeah. But I think you, I mean, you know, we, we've done charity events for sometimes the same charity for 10 years, and it's because we're invested in the what they're there for. Yeah. So whether it's raising money for a few families to go through some treatment or, you know, like JDRF Paul makes a million dollars a year in Perth we've done that event for years and we're just a part of the team essentially so for me it's it's those big picture things so wanting to know why you're there and and then it's smaller things like you know what time is access to the room Mm -hmm. what time is sound check um having a run sheet so not just what time does the band start but understanding so I can look at the event and go, oh, we're 20 minutes behind, we're 30 minutes ahead of schedule, working out the songs or set list times in my head. So it's it's that kind of stuff. Um, is it a really conservative crowd? Is it a pretty open crowd? You know, does the is CEO... Is coming? 
how many songs do I need to prepare for Tam? Yep. Um, does the CEO love horses? Does he hate horses? Uh, the song you mean, not the animal? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. The song. Uh, the song. Yeah, I was confused for a moment. <laughs> Sorry. I wasn't confused. I was, yeah, picking, you know, up, you're I was me. picking up what you're putting yeah. down, Blake. I don't know I what I was thinking. Because that is probably <laughs> the most requested. Yes. Would it been the uh, most requested song yeah, at any event? Of, and do people just go, horses oh. from the audience? They really do. I, I used to do this thing Maybe. where I would get to the end of a gig and go, <laughs> Crystal. what do you want to hear? And it, it, it's either Horses or Africa. And oh, <laughs> that's Crystal's favourite song. Is it? Song. Africa wins hands down yeah. for me every time. Yeah. But Horses, I don't know, just it's the song that just keeps on keeping it's it on. It's a real, like, what do you call it? Like, brings people together. That and You're the Voice, I you're, find. I was yep. just going to say, yep. You're the Voice yep. is my favourite. Yeah. And that's Personally. okay. That's a great song. I'm, I'm happy yeah. with that one. And that was an original. Like, horses is a cover. Daryl Braithwaite covers. Yeah. Who's the what? original by? It's by... I was going to say who knows, but of course Blake, Blake knows. knows. No, I, actually, I, I can't remember, but it is. Yeah, it's definitely a cover. Actually, the the voice is a cover as well. I had no is idea. It? Game mm. change. Well, <laughs> on a bed of lies. My life, my life has been a lie. <laughs> but John Farnham's version is the is the known version, yeah, and it was version. it was done a few different times by other people. But yeah. Um, is the horse's original Australian as well? No, oh. Ricky Lee. Ricky Lee did the original, not Joan, not Coulter. <laughs> I was like, I was going to say, do young Australian Idol <laughs> yeah. when she was five. Yeah, yeah. so it's a, it's an American song. Oh, mm. there you go. Just yep. blowing my mind. Yeah. I know. You actually have. A little bit of the world changes when you know these things, I know. right? It does. Yeah. Not the same it's a little anymore. less bright. Yeah, that's right. So in answer to your question, yeah, knowing why you're there, what mm-hmm. the purpose of the event is, and then those smaller details. And then, you know, if sometimes we, we play a gig for a really conservative crowd and they don't want to hear certain things or, you know, we do for some reason in um, engineering <laughs> events um what songs do engineers like well it's the one song we can't play which is uh eagle rock you play that everyone drops their pants. Oh, See, yes. i said this to someone what? they're like what do you mean yeah. i'm like it's a thing Apparently it's it a is thing. a thing but how i don't know where it comes from it's it's really it seems to come from like mining or engineering firms i've been to many an event yeah. where that song comes on yeah pants off it's so funny that's right because crystal's the one who told me that and you used to work for an engineering firm so yeah it must there be we go rooted somewhere in that yeah there you go so my I get industry big emails yeah. with um do not play <laughs> I don't no want to see anyone's asks. jocks. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it kind of segues nicely into our next question, which is how do you choose a set list and do you choose it or does the client choose it or kind of both? Um, yeah, I think, you know, at the end of the day, there's only a certain, certain amount of songs that are out there to play, but it's important. The thing about corporate events as opposed to pub shows and, you know, in proof, we've, we've played pubs for years and years, but you've got a very specific audience for a pub. You might be playing... 18 to 24 or 30 to 45 and whatever demographic the pub is in. Um, with a corporate event, you're playing from 18 to 80. You've got a huge, wide range of Massive, people yeah. you need to entertain. So your song list has to be a bit more uh, expansive. And for the way that, that I approach it is that everyone needs to have their kind of time on the dance floor. Um, <laughs> everyone needs to feel like they're they're welcomed into the selection of music and then I go, oh, they didn't play anything they didn't play any ABBA. They didn't play any ABBA or they didn't <laughs> play any Spice Girls or whatever the case is. Um, and so the way we start is we don't have a set list, so we'll start playing a song that's a general song mm-hmm. and you gauge reaction on that song. And if it goes a certain way, you follow that path. If it goes a different way, you follow that path. Wow. And so... So you're Every really song, making it up as you go along. One hundred percent. So we have like a master song list of like a hundred songs, yep. and then you'll play something, and depending on the reaction, yeah, you one hundred percent follow that. So you read that. the room pretty much. Always, and so even to the point where you start playing something, and it starts to clear the edges of the dance floor, mm-hmm. and you, we have a signal, and so we segue out of that song after thirty seconds. Ooh. That's not working. Wow. Let's get out. I am learning a lot today. So yeah, well, nice. here we go. This is a funny thing because we don't have. <laughs> A, you know, a set list, we have to, I have to communicate to the band behind me what we're going to do next for the next song selection. And because I'm singing, 
I can't talk, and they've all got monitors in their ears anyway. So we have hand signals. So every single song on our set list has a different hand signal for for what we need to play. And as the years go on, they get uh, more and more ridiculous because you've kind <laughs> of everything you've thought of you've used. And so now we have the most ridiculous What's hand signals. Africa, Afri- <laughs> Africa is this. Which Pretending is great we're for podcasting. We're <laughs> filming. Oh, filming. Yeah. So this is we're holding Simba. Oh, uh, yep. Simba the cub. Oh, yeah, that's that is our so signal cute. for Africa. <laughs> Crystal, we're definitely doing that in the office. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that and and we had we do have a disaster. So we had a disaster a few years ago where there's three songs with the word crazy in the title. So there's crazy in love, Beyonce. Mm-hmm. There's crazy little thing called love, Queen. And there's uh, crazy uh, Niles, Niles Barkley. Mm-hmm. And so I signaled crazy. And then every person in the band played a different no crazy way. at the same time. <laughs> One, two, three, four. <laughs> explosion <laughs> of noise. So Did uh, you get hand signals a bit crossed. I do sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, sometimes the band have to reinterpret what I'm doing on the fly because sometimes you don't have much time as well. But we've kind of we've nailed out most of the the bugs in that I was system. Going to ask if that ever happened because you've recently expanded your group as well, haven't you? You've got yeah. eleven piece. Yeah, it goes all the way up to eleven with um like a three piece back vocal and a horn section and percussion and stuff, and it's and it's huge. And yeah, that. It adds to the complexity because you've just got more people to get onto the same page. So now we have like a like a hierarchy line. So I'll tell somebody oh, chain of command, and then it it goes down the line. And with all Chinese whispers, sometimes <laughs> yes. it doesn't reach the people it should. But <laughs> the pl- it generally works ninety five percent of the time. Oh, it's better than writing songs out in a list anyway. I've got to say, I've never noticed it. No, no. Well, I've never heard you play a weird song that's or like a combination weird. of three songs. <laughs> well, that's good. It, we, they I call do it a see mashup in the industry. <laughs> yeah, let's go yeah. with that. Yeah, that's the technical term. Yeah. But you do see people in the front looking at me, looking at the band, <laughs> going. What is he? What? Like, what is he doing? What's happening? <laughs> and then who's controlling eventually, this? Eventually, yeah, they try. They kind of knock onto the fact. Oh, they're they're doing song titles. So you see people trying to work out what the song is based on what we're doing because some of them are pretty obvious mm. and some of them have got a long way away from originally what they were. That's but yeah, great. it's funny. Well, now I know when you hold Simba up, I'll yeah. get Crystal to the <laughs> dance floor. We're ASAP. on. Toto I'm was gonna up. get confused. Could be. Can you feel the love tonight? I'm going to be all confused. <laughs> Anything from the Lion King soundtrack. Yeah. Akuna Matata. One of Ooh, our favourite songs. Yes. <laughs> w- thank you. Do you reckon if we played Akuna Matata, if people would, would dance on the dance floor? Yes. Do you reckon? Like a conga sure. line. Yeah. yeah. I would. Yeah. That would be cool. It's the Disney only set. It. Do you have any like common dance floor clearing songs? Or is it time um, differs from crowd to crowd? I'm just always interested because there's songs that I just absolutely hate. It's funny. There, there'll be songs that will either work really well or will clear a dance floor. So yeah. something like... Um, journeys, oh. uh, don't stop believing. Ah, oh, so everyone's we, on it. Um, so that's the half oh, and half oh, one. Oh, this is oh. A, oh. there's some yeah. people that hate that song. You're right. Okay. And some people go, "What is this song?" Well, like this it's lame. not until it gets to the chorus, "Don't stop." They go, "Oh, this song," which is like three <laughs> minutes into it. It's the end of the song. I love this song. Yeah, yeah. I love this. Oh, it's finished now. Yeah. Um, so that's one. But most of the songs that when clear dance floors, we kind of get rid of them pretty quickly out of the set list. Next. They don't make a, a reappearance. So from a event event manager perspective, if someone says, this is our set list, this is what we'd like you to play, do you go, oh, I, do I give, don't like this client already? Well, I give the client the option. So I send them the master list and go, if there's anything in there you really don't want, for any specific reason, then then highlight it. But I think what a lot of people do is they just kind of go on their own personal favourite songs and go, I love that, I love that, I love that. And don't think about the fact that you've got a thousand people to entertain for, that have different backgrounds and different reasons for being there. So, yep. I, yeah, I certainly ask the clients if there's anything they really do or don't want. 
and then based on the selections, put it into the list on the night. But most people are pretty good with it and they kind of expect that, you know, we do this 100 nights a year. We sort of know what people want and what they what they don't want. But sometimes there's reasons for, you know, it's usually a CEO doesn't want something. <laughs> really so hates we, that we take, song, it, take out. it off. Yeah. Been, been there. Yeah. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> and you're yep. not booked out for nothing. Like You know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's songs that everyone kind of gets into. So there's nothing super out there. We're not going to jump into a big Slipknot song for no reason after ABBA or something. <laughs> Rage Against the Machine. Or Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, that's right. Mm, killing in the How name. far out yeah. are you booked? I remember that. Um, I think we've got some bookings for November 2021 at the moment, <gasps> which wow. it's hard to think of life in November of 2021. I'm still thinking that Horses is a cover. Like, <laughs> You're still stuck on that. <laughs> I'll send you the original. Yes, please. Yeah, it's like it's a it's a very different sort of version too. But um, yeah, yeah. Often for weddings, especially brides, start looking years ahead. Mm-hmm. The longest booking we've ever had, we just finished a few weeks ago, and it was five years. <gasps> wow. They booked us five years ago. That is stop pre planning to the max. They well, saw us I at a gig. I just wonder how scary is that for you? Yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing because they say, and fair enough, they go, "Are you going to be together in five years? Are you going to be doing this yeah. in five years?" Yeah, and. Five years ago, yeah, I said, yeah, we, we will be. We're going to be in Perth. I know everyone's rough plans will be there for you. But if someone said to me today, can I book you for 10 years? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, who well, you knows? Could just, you could just come back for the reunion. Uh, that's right. Happened. Yeah, it's the a John reunion Farnham gig. One night only <laughs> yeah. together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not dead yet tour. No, that's <laughs> right. But yeah, far out. It's, wow, that blows my mind. I know. Yeah, the corporate world's a little bit different. Usually it's 12 yep. months or if we're booked out for the next year, they, they might book us in for the following year if so they can make sure they've got us. But weddings are the ones that, that really that really sort of change it up. Well, because yeah. corporate, you don't approve the budgets for that until the generally the year before. So yeah, exactly. That and that makes more sense. Yeah, 100%. And, and I think and, you know, planning anything beyond 12 months is hard. Like what if the, bu- if the, the budget has changed yeah. and that kind of stuff? Market takes a massive dive. Yeah, exactly, which we've obviously seen in Perth for, for mm-hmm. different things. And, you know, we, we've had 10-piece, 11-piece band gigs that have been brought back to a six-piece band gig. Um, and when things were great, we've had the opposite. A few weeks before, yeah. we've got the six. Can we have the eleven? Like, what's what's the the price increase? Mm-hmm. So yeah, anyway, it just works just different ways. Get Harry back from the Caribbean. Yeah. We need you. <laughs> <laughs> well, the eleven is worth it. I can attest. Um, yes, you, you've <laughs> been at there. a re- recent event. Yeah, amazing. Thank you very and much. Times obviously available if you're short on people. <laughs> I know she is. Oh, yeah. I've yes. got her all availability. She's actually doing a gig with us next Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Um, so when we're talking about booking a band like Proof for an event, there's something that we see in a lot of BEOs, banquet event orders, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, called a green room. What's a green room, Tam and Mel? So the green room is where we put our talent. It's where they sit, relax, um, can have some food, have some drinks, whatever they like, while they're waiting for their set to come on. So mm. um, they usually get to the green room um, you'll come in for a, a rehearsal and then you'll go to the dream green, green room. The dream the room. Dream room. <laughs> the dream room. It is well, a dream room, I'll tell you that. Yeah. It is It is for some clients, I bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> depending on how they deck it out or for some acts, depending on how yeah. they demand it be decked mm. out. Um, but, yeah, it's a comfortable room where you can go and relax after you've done your, your sound rehearsal, sound check, dress rehearsal, whatever, on yep. stage. Chill out until you actually have to come back. Mm. Mm-hmm. How important is that to you, Blake? Oh, it's, it's kind of essential, really, um, for a, diff- a few different reasons, I guess. Like we need a place to put things, so we need places to put our cases and and get changed. As as lovely as you know, bathroom changes are. <laughs> it's nice to have a room to get changed, a mirror to look into, um, and then it's really somewhere for the band to kind of go between sets. So we'll we'll work out our rough plan of attack, 
clients always say, do you want a table in the room or do you want like a green room? And I always say green room because, you know, we'll be practicing harmonies or maybe we've just added a song. We want to run through an arrangement with acoustic guitar or something. So it's important to have somewhere to do that. Pretty much every venue has the facility for yeah. it anyway. Um, and you need somewhere for your fans to go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> honestly, all signings. three of them, they take up <laughs> a big area. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's just a place to, to kind of be, get yourself centred. Chill out a bit. Then, yeah, and then go do the show. Exactly. Is there anything specific you would want an event manager to know that you'd like in the room? You mentioned a mirror. A mirror is good. Um, need really? to check, make sure that every bit of hair is in place. Um, you know what? I... <laughs> I think the days of asking for these kind of crazy riders and they, they, they yeah. just don't exist anymore. You know, really? we're lucky. We're lucky to get for people who've never heard of a rider. What's a rider? Well, this is the thing. It, it's you hear the um the, the kind of famous ones where I just want blue M and M's or whatever. <laughs> yeah, all the other colours. That's right, and that comes from the fact that people would ask for technical riders, and they would get to the gig and so many of the technical things on their rider wouldn't be on there. So they wouldn't have the right microphones, wouldn't have the right sense. So it just kind of got elevated to bands saying, I only want blue M&Ms because they know if you've gone down the entire list of their rider and you've got blue M&Ms, everything above that is going to be completed to the actual proper level yeah. of where it should be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, 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 but the days of asking for, uh, you know, 20 beers and, you know, 10 bottles of wine, they're kind of gone and you don't really need them. But it's funny with riders. Um you know, we used to play pub gigs where we would play a Wednesday night show with 30 people in this pub and that we would get two bottles of vodka, oh. like a case of beer, a case of Red Bull. And you're like, are you serious? Like this is this could be split amongst everyone in this pub and it would be a good night. <laughs> but it wasn't. So. But it wasn't. <laughs> it was just for you. Yeah. After party in your green room. Yeah, that's right. But so they, those days are kind of gone and, and that's cool. You know, we just get some, some food, a few wines and we're good to go. It's news to me that those days are gone. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm Dad's got a writer. Demands. Really? Do yeah. you really? I yeah. think just proof is pretty cool with the writers yeah. these days. Yeah. Still yeah. demanding talent out there for sure. Maybe but there you know are. What? I think event managers, event planners should up their game when proof is on just over cater and then <laughs> get you those will get, you'll be on the priority list <laughs> for well, that future cool. bookings. That'd be cool. But I, you don't want to, I mean, that's the thing, you don't, everyone's there to do a job as well and you don't want to be overbearing. You don't want to be like, a diva. You, know, you don't want to be a diva. You want to be easy to work with. Perth yeah. is a small exactly. community and city as well. So 100%. It is funny though, you go, we went to Singapore and did a show and um, maybe they have a different level of what bands require over there, but it was insane. You know, you walk in and there's six of us in the band and there's a party there for 50 people. And you think, what? the amount of money this has cost the client, it's, it's just crazy. I mean, did we you didn't say it? no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's already <laughs> here, so. Rockstar life. Yeah. Did, you, did you have, like, massage, shoulder massage? Oh, did you throw a TV out of the room? Oh, yeah, straight out of the window, um, as all great rock stars do who get up and play Walking on Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> and Africa, though. So, oh. Yeah. <laughs> what would you guys have on your rider? Yeah, what would you have? Yeah. Truffle cheese. That's our favourite at the moment. Have wow. you had it? I have, oh, yeah. It's a game changer. I can't even eat normal brie Me anymore. Me neither. It's ruined normal <laughs> brie It doesn't taste good. Mm. But yeah, a nice oaky shardy to go with it. Oh, yeah, French oaked at least two years. Tam and I could share a rider basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a thing, the truffle kerfuffle is coming up I in know. a few weeks' time oh, down in Manjimup. We should probably go to that. Oh, definitely. It's podcast incredible. Yeah, take it. Do it like a regional podcast. Are you playing there? We're not playing down there, no, but I, I went down there a few years ago for some radio stuff and it was incredible. You sort of, you stay in these glamping tents and you just eat truffles Ooh, and cheese. And oh, go on. Mm. Sounds great. It's yeah. awesome. I think we might do that. Mm. I think we're taking a road trip. Absolutely. Do it. <laughs>
I will drive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just cheese on your rider then? And Woody um, no, I would Charmaine. definitely have a shoulder masseuse. Oh, oh yes. wow. Mm-hmm. I like a good little oh. massage. Yes, I would like that too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's copying yours. Maybe while we're at it, we'll, we'll have foot some uh, oak chardonnay, truffle cheese by the wheel, three kilo wheel, <laughs> yeah. a masseuse on hand. <laughs> if I known that you guys would do riders this well, I would have sent one in for today. <laughs> <laughs> we got you a big bucket of Maltese. <laughs> yeah, and a glass of bubbles. <laughs> a glass of bubbles. Actually, this what is, more could you want? This is the best podcast I've ever been on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Crystal, what would be on your rider? Um, well, you stole my truffle cheese idea. Um, I really am into those sour, oh, sour patch kids, but like the yeah. extra sour ones. You can say sour warheads for a moment. I did those too. Two. Don't mind them. Yeah. That would <laughs> or truffle cheese and sour <laughs> warheads. I'd be sick later. <laughs> <laughs> that was insane well. combination. It's not, yeah, ever. it's not a great flavor combination. You'd be on stage like. <laughs> <laughs> I think you get along well with my son Xavier. And how old is Xavier? <laughs> Ten. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right for my age uh, level. Do you know what, Crystal? Because, you know, when BTC is famous, you'll be in the green room with us, so we can yeah. share. Yeah. Okay. We'll add in some sour stuff Thanks. For you. Don't forget me when you're famous. <laughs> Warheads for everyone. Yeah. What is the most abstract thing you've had on in your room or that you didn't ask for? Yeah. <laughs> was it Singapore? Um <laughs> Singapore was pretty over the top, mm-hmm. but in, in all the in all the right kind of ways. I think the the we have situations where, you know, there are unfortunately bad event planners out there. And um, we did a wedding in Margaret River maybe two, maybe two years ago. And it was in this big marquee. This wedding would have been half a million dollars. It was ridiculous, insane. 11-piece bands, like no expense spared for the wedding. But when it came to the green room <laughs> for the band, I, I said to the, you know, we're doing sound check at four o'clock in the afternoon. So I go, where's the green room for the band? And they went, oh yeah, we're just going to put a tent out there for you guys. Perfect, oh, that thanks. sounds awesome. That's, I, I'm happy with that. That's so you're cool. picturing this glamping tent. It's got or, boho vibes in it. Lots like of a nice, uh, it's a nice marquee well, of some kind. I was yeah. picturing something. And then we get back to the gig and there's no tent. There is nothing. There is nowhere for the band to not go. Not even an Austrail tent. Not even an Austrail <laughs> tent. Not even an Austrail caravan. There was no, no food, no wine. No water, no place to sit, nothing for the band. And then I said to the chef, I said, mate, we've got like 11 musicians and three sound guys. Um, We're supposed to have food and all that sort of stuff supplied. And he went, oh, there's nothing at all, but I'll make you something up. I said, okay, legend, thank you so much. (laughs) Anyway, came back with like tiny sandwiches. We had half a tiny sandwich (gasps) each. We got there at 10 in the morning, finished playing at 3 a.m. the next morning, nothing. Oh, my my goodness. so you guys talking about having yeah. back massages and actually having a <laughs> green room with chairs and a mirror. I'm like, oh, my God, this is luxury. We didn't give you food as well. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> I hope you gave that event planner some feedback. Yeah, I did. And we, we haven't worked with them since mm, and we shall go. never again. Well, that's yeah. why we are here. You know what? Yeah. That's the whole point of this podcast, yep, right? Educating people. Yeah, that's right. Because, uh, I mean... I understand that there's afterthoughts and you're like, oh, there's a band, which means you don't factor into the thing that you need to supply. Yeah, and what are they doing before and, they play? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're and humans. Yeah. That's right. And, and our rule is, you know, if we're playing a corporate event and the band start at 10 o'clock at night, then don't worry about feeding us because we're not there through dinner anyway. Yeah. It's only if the band start early um, or play through dinner or, or it's a very nice client who wants to give us mm-hmm. dinner anyway. Um, but as a general rule of thumb, we sound check at, at four or five and we go – and then we kind of come back and do the set. So if we're there for the night, we've got dinner, awesome. But if we don't, it's not the end of the world. You know what I mean? But um, Just more than half a sandwich would be nice. Yeah, it really would be. <laughs> and some water. Yeah, and some water. <laughs> yeah, and water when you're singing. Yeah. Water is a basic need. Basic. Yeah, it really it is. It is a basic human need. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. But yeah, uh, we don't do too many of those, thank God, anymore. <laughs>
So this is one of my favourite questions in our list for Blake. And I know there's going to be some great stories. Tam, get ready. Uh-oh. About to laugh. What's the funniest thing you've seen on the dance floor after midnight or at midnight? <laughs> Specifically after midnight. Apart mm. from Tam getting from up and dancing. <laughs> Tam, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the... Oh, you know, there, there's a great rule, which I think is what happens on the dance floor stays <laughs> on the dance floor for good reason. Um, no. Is it when, <laughs> they, play, that is when they play the Eagle Rock? Oh, no. Yeah, oh, that's right. There's a lot of things moving that really shouldn't be, ever be seen by. Mm. Uh, you've seen a lot of things on it, on a, from a, especially from a band stage, because you have this great view. Yeah, you'd see everything. Everything. People that are just in, having a great time and they've not a care in the world and, you know, you see things that make you want to scoop your eyeballs out with spoons sometimes. <laughs> like what? Oh, well, we used to play We used to play um, every Sunday at OBH. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. You almost don't need to continue, uh, but continue. Yeah. 100%. The, the, just, we would start at 6 and play till 10. You're like, 6 o'clock on a Sunday. Like, things can't People be got too work, debaucherous. Yeah. Yeah. Except well, they start so. at 10 a.m. That's right. They start mm-hmm. at 10 a.m. And we start at 6 and you sort of turn around and the curtains open and you look and you go... Oh my God! These people are like on another planet. Oh like they've been partying since last Sunday, and they still haven't stopped. <laughs> um, so we, we saw some things on that dance floor that I probably shouldn't, can't repeat here. But in sort of general corporate land, mm-hmm. um, which is people are a little bit better behaved, a lot better behaved. In well, corporate sometimes land. corporate events surprise me because yeah? you assume you know they're corporate, they're well behaved. That's when I see the most Eagle Rock pants mm. down. <laughs> <laughs> I think as well because people go. They buy a ticket and they see they have to drink value for money three hundred dollars <laughs> worth of alcohol <laughs> so true. in six hours and, yeah. so and you go challenge accepted yeah by one am the the races for some reason I oh. I don't know what it is with <laughs> with race crowds um, we don't know either Blake yeah <laughs> it's because daytime drinking is totally condoned at and races. also you get this false sense of security because it's daytime drinking that yeah. you'll be fine that's right Not so fine. We do yeah, Melbourne Cup or whatever. <laughs> yeah, they, they, that's right. Not There's nowhere to drinks. hide. Nowhere to hide at two o'clock in the afternoon on a sunny day. But uh, you know, people start very. I just find that the the, the trans uh, the way that it works on a on a racist day. People look amazing at ten o'clock in the morning and they're wearing lovely clothes and great suits. And then it gets to two o'clock and everyone's shoes off. Shoes off. It, the champagne glass is gone and it's just about holding two bottles. Like you've got a <laughs> cab sav in this hand and a white wine in Delicious. this hand. Delicious. Like what are you doing? Sour warheads. Yeah, sour warheads. <laughs> no one is thinking about matching with cheese or wine. It's just whatever I can get down my throat it's as quick as possible. All. It's a free-for-all. Hoarding things in your in your hat. I've seen oh. that. Yeah, so <laughs> like they, what? they get their fancy hats and, oh, unopened beer bottles. All right. <laughs> there you go. Cheeses. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> it's like people, people like lose a bit of I don't know humanity on those days. They <laughs> it, just go it crazy. Does go a bit heart of darkness uh, yeah. at a certain time. You're like, geez, <laughs> yeah. it does a little bit. It goes a little crazy, but it but but those are the fun days for me, just to kind of stand out and just watch. And you know, you look, <laughs> you see, you look back at the band, and everyone's noticed a different story through the day. But we did a gig a few weeks ago, um, and this is a normal like <laughs> it's a normal black tie, so black tie corporate event is at the Hyatt. And people are dancing. It's a normal event. And, you know, this third person wasn't crazy. And then I look over and suddenly there's people in, you know, bow ties. And then there was this guy dressed in like, <laughs> like the most incredible Darth Vader outfit <laughs> I've I ever had seen. no idea what you were going to come out either. with then. Was but it was, was not that. It was not that. On the edge of my seat. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. Because well, he was um, naked. That was probably more likely. You didn't disappoint. Okay. But it was, was like straight out of Empire Strikes Back. It was the most incredible outfit. He had a lightsaber on. And, and I was looking at this guy <laughs> and, and we were playing Uptown Funk and he was just going for it. 
He was just, and people were kind of noticing him. Like an out of body experience, like where am I? Well, well, was he a mole? Was he planted? Was well, he like a, a little, a little flash mob on yeah. his own? It, very. And well, that's the thing. We were like, is there another function on in the hotel, <laughs> like which Star is Wars like convention. a yeah, like a Star Wars <laughs> convention or a Comic Con? What's going on? And the whole band, I turn around and they're like bent over, just laughing at this guy <laughs> who is just he, like not a care in the world. He's having the greatest night. Oh, I must say, he also had a beer in one hand. So beer in one hand, lightsaber in the other. Just of course. Going for double it. parking. Yeah, double parking. And people around him are sort of just looking at him and then not really paying much attention. I'm like, there's a guy dancing his Darth Vader right <laughs> next to you. Why is no one seeing this? Why is no one looking at but this? I know why. Because that's how he turns up at the office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, classic oh, Bill. Yeah. Bill from accounts do, do, again. Do you ever get the giggles at that sort of thing <laughs> so much you can't sing? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And... And that does happen often and I'll just wait for another repeat or someone else will come in with words. Or one of our favourite things is just to add words that aren't from the song mm. into into little bits. So if you see something on the, on the dance floor like that, you'd start to work Star Wars quotes into what you're singing. And oh, it's hilarious. really just for my amusement, really. Yep. Like, no one from the audience cares at all. But the band get it and I laugh and that's what life's about. Yeah. <laughs> I like you're singing along and you're like, oh, I must have had too many champagne. Yeah. I didn't think that was the oh, word. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> that half a sandwich didn't really sustain me. Am I <laughs> yeah. about to pass out? I'm a bit lightheaded yeah. <laughs> from the lack of food and water. You must have also seen some pretty crap <laughs> dancing on the dance floor as well. Oh, uh, people think they're great at dancing, <laughs> but there's really not many people who are. Mm-mm. I've the, seen some terrible worm efforts after yeah. midnight. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just like one, doof. <laughs> or, or people <laughs> they can't do the full <laughs> they get halfway through the yeah, movie or they literally like oh I've never done it before but I think tonight's the night it's yeah. like yeah. a handstand and then yeah. like, <laughs> like when I do the round offs in the office <laughs> don't ask but you Blake. see people go um, you, you sort of watch two people oh, I think there's a bit of a dance off happening I can, <laughs> I get the vibe that this oh, they're about to go for it and so you okay band we have the signal for dance off which is just that <laughs> and then Blake guys is get waving ready. his hands <laughs> over his head it's in not a silly that. manner it's right, pretty much. And so we're like, okay, cool, let's extend this section. Let's just so sit on this groove off, for a little yeah. while. Well, we're going to dance off, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go, what's this guy's name? What's this guy's name? And then you realise 30 seconds into the dance off that they really don't have many dance moves oh, and they've out. got themselves into this position and I've misread the situation <laughs> and now we have the most lame dance-off you've ever seen. <laughs> and everyone's standing around clapping. Yeah, yeah. That's right, oh, yeah. Gosh. yeah. So, but that uses four, minute, four, four minutes of a set that we didn't have planned, but <laughs> yeah, that happens. So this is basically a break. Yeah, that's right. Just giving yourself a brand break while you're on stage. It's a drink break. Quickly, grab a drink now. (laughs) I actually have seen someone, um, the most ridiculous thing I've seen while you've been playing. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is going to be good. (laughs) Um, They were up on the stage dancing. And again, this can be dangerous when um, events that have a runway as a stage. This is familiar. Go on. Yes. People (laughs) get up and dance on. Um, Someone fell off it and broke their wrist. Because oh, after yeah. a few drinks, you're and dancing and then all, all of a sudden you're balanced. I'm remembering it's quite high. It's very well. high. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I often wonder about um, doing those dance floor yeah. runways. Mm. Yeah, I think stages. it's dangerous personally. It but is, but don't let them take it away. They've taken away the people dropping from the ceiling. True. You can't take away the runway stage. Okay. It's a And it's a strange one too with, with the ones that go from the stage into the dance floor. Is that what you mean? Those kind of dance floor like a tea, steps. Tea yeah. shape. Um, but yeah, there's a big drop off the side of those. Huge. But the ones that get me all the time are the ones that have stairs leading straight to where the band are mm. because people see that as an opportunity. Oh, an entry point. <laughs> Wonderful. 100%. <laughs> There's stairs. I bet. I guess they're for us to walk <laughs> up and dance on the stage. And then the security guards go crazy. But it's a strange one. I understand oh, health and safety is a big thing. Mm-hmm. But we did a gig um, at a hotel that shall not be named um, where they just installed this brand new dance floor and they had uh, like signposts around the dance floor saying, don't step on it because... It's a brand new dance floor. We're waiting for it to cure and stuff. 
And so we're playing. So there's an event on. Yeah. There's an event on. And the dance floor is curing. That dance floor is curing. Cannot get on. Cannot dance Interesting. on. Interesting. So people are dancing around the outside of this dance floor, and you're like, "This is ridiculous." That like, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. Honestly, so it was a display dance floor. It was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like one of these light up dance floors, but it hadn't properly been like from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, so pretty much. Fever, sorry. Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, don't hold the event. Yeah, that's exactly. The moral. Or get a That's different story. dance floor. Yeah. Or move rooms. Yeah. yeah, or move rooms. Just do something. I mean, it was just stupid. And you had like 50 people, 100 people dancing around the outside in like a one metre perimeter. <laughs> and awkward. So where did you look? Did you turn this way and yeah. then turn that way? Yeah. And then yeah. What can you do with that? <laughs> All right, let's dance, but don't get too crazy, yeah. everybody. Everyone's arm to the side, please. <laughs> yeah, stand single file only. <laughs> Dad dancing. That's going to say suits a few dance The styles. white guy sidestep. Yeah. That's all you get. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just click to the side. I've got a dance move to show you later, Tam. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I've got to work on the podcast. Excellent. Cool. Can't wait. So final question. Ah. I think. Oh. At the end already. Having so I much know. fun. I know. We're having so much fun. We could talk to you for like another three hours. Okay. Totally. About people's d- bad dance moves. Yeah. And other stuff. I'm sure you've got an event related disaster you can tell us about. Mm. I feel like we're bringing back repressed memories of mine <laughs> that should stay hidden forever. Um, what, what oh. the dance floor, was it enough for you? Yeah. No, I want a bigger disaster than that. I think. <laughs> or no tent at the wedding. Yeah. Oh, We've had a few. Perhaps. Well, we have actually. Some haven't really been equipment. very positive today, yeah. have I? <laughs> Things have just been bad. I have a reoccurring um, nightmare <laughs> that I walk into a room and I hear the MC start to wrap up and go, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, so here's proof of the band and we're nowhere near the stage and we all kind That's of rush up on the stage. I have that nightmare as well. Oh, I, I bet have it is. that dream too. Do you? Mm. Oh man! Because we have the we can't find the person that's about to speak dream a lot. Yep, mm. yep. But well, we do have a a specific band related disaster. We had maybe eight years ago, and this one just stands out because I know that we were in the right. But <laughs> of course you were. Of course we were. Yeah, of course we were right. But um, we played a wedding. It was a massive wedding. Another wedding related. Maybe wedding planners need to have re- re- listen to this podcast. Um, but we definitely do. Yeah, <laughs> we do. We do. We have quite a few wedding planners listening. So, well, that's give good. us the gold. Well, Blake. this is the gold. We it was a big wedding, and I said, and the bride and groom said, "Can you learn our first dance song?" Which we normally do. I said, "Yeah, sure, no worries. Send it on through. Sends a YouTube link through, and so we learned exactly what the YouTube link was, and it was Frank Sinatra, um, "Fly Me to the Moon." So it's you know, "Fly Me to the Moon," like a normal kind of mm-hmm. version, and then halfway through this particular version. It's stepped into double time, so it goes oh. "Fly me to the moon," double the speed, and listen to it going. Wow, that's pretty weird. But <laughs> whatever. Hey, that's what they want us to do. So cool, we get there. PCGC, four hundred people. <laughs> oh, we're playing choreographed dance move. We get to the part where the double time comes in, and I'm just I'd sing it normal because I'm like, this is what they want, and we do it. And the bride and groom kind of like stumble over each other for a second, <laughs> and they look at me with daggers, <gasps> and I look at them. And they look at me. I'm like, what do you, what do you stop for? This is what you sent me. I'm like, did I send? Have I learnt the wrong version? What's happening? And then the whole band kind of stops because the groom walks from the dance oh, to the front of the stage oh my God. and says, "What are you guys playing?" I said, "Man, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm playing, I'm playing the track." He said, "This is not the track I sent you." Oh my God. Oh my God, the videographer's filming 
everyone standing oh. around the dance floor. And then so he gets his phone and plugs in his phone and plays the track. And guess what happens at the exact same point? Double time. No, it's double time. <laughs> Thank you, goodness. Thank, I know. Perhaps <laughs> please, they didn't please. watch the video all the way through before Perhaps. sending it to you. Perhaps. But so that, what did they did they then resume their dance double time? Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Foxtrot. Yeah. Quick, real quick. quick step. I think they just abandoned the whole first dance thing altogether. Did but they apologise like, to you? It. No, We're they didn't. It. They didn't. And I think everyone was just all sheepish. Yeah, it was a bit of a weird situation. And so now, but you know what? From from every situation you learn, I just if it's something seems out of the ordinary, chances are it's wrong. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I question everything now just to make sure. But yeah, we, we don't have um, that many disasters anymore, thank God. It's just it's just the intros or someone will intro it. It's like the wrong band name or uh, the wrong bio. We get that sometimes. That's how we made you do your own. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just to be sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but these days, you know, things run fairly smoothly. That's good. Yeah. Weddings are one of those things that I bet they freak out like, my life is ruined because yeah. my wedding day is ruined. But it's just a good story. Exactly. Or fodder for a podcast. Well, that's right. <laughs> and I laugh back now. I, saw, I, I, don't, I haven't actually spoken to that couple since their wedding. So I don't know if they look back fondly on that moment, but I do. But it wasn't his fault, people. <laughs> no. No. But that doesn't surprise me. You that. guys are pure professionals. Yeah. So. Well, thank you. Thank you. And, you know... There's some there's some great bands in Perth. There, there really are, and I think we kind of made a bit of a space for ourselves working in corporate events, and and we love. I, I really enjoy working in corporate events. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done the pub stuff, and we used to do the Friday, Saturday, Sunday night thing, and drive to uh, you know to Mandurah or to Bunbury for a hundred bucks each on a Friday night, and finish at two o'clock in the morning. And I went, there has to be a better way yes. <laughs> to earn a living. Um, and and corporate events are great. Every every gig's a little bit different. Um, and we do, you get a chance to do different things with bigger bands and we've got a gig coming up with, with PSO. So it's us and PSO and oh, cool. guest wow. singers and stuff. And it's like 50 musicians on stage. So oh, you get a, a chance to do some really different, cool things that, how, um, how much do you rehearse before you do something like that with, with the symphony orchestra? For that one, that's going to be an interesting one. I, I haven't worked out logistically how we're going to do it yet, but we'll definitely have a good five hour rehearsal for a one three minute song. Wow. That's all it is. Wow. Yeah, it's, wow. one, it's one feature song before. Uh, it's for a charity event. So it's the big feature heartstring moment before the um, the charity auction. So yeah. it'll be a big thing, but, a, you know, a big operation for, for one three-minute tune. Yeah, yeah. but, but it'll have the effect. They're one of those moments that all event managers strive for to do something mm. really memorable The real wow moment. Yeah. Exactly. Wow and, factor. And, and it adds to the audience as well. They kind of look at these moments that happen throughout the night at an event like that and go, well, it's worth us coming back next year for $250 and supporting this again because mm-hmm. next year they're going to have a different thing and it's you never know what they're going to get. So you kind of change it up a little bit every year but, but keep it, you know, entertaining as well. Amazing. Mm. And you MC too, right? Yeah. So you MC. have these dulcet tones. Well, <laughs> the MC thing, I guess, happens through the radio station a lot. So the radio station booked me for events to do different things. Um, but I, I, do, I work a lot within the WA music industry um, inside the original sort of scene. So I in, uh, do a lot of launch nights and things for Wham, West Australian Music, their awards nights and things like that. But yeah, I'm off to Thailand tomorrow to MC a wedding, which is, wow. yeah, well, have, I've never done that before. That's exciting. Yeah. Really? And it, they just, they, they said, I like what you do. Can you come to Thailand and do my wedding? I guess wedding? if I have to, I'll come to I Thailand. Know. But then I freaked out and I went, 
are they have they got the right person? Like I had to go. <laughs> I'm not doing a stand up routine. Like <laughs> I'm not juggling. Like, it's just me doing an MC gig. And like, yeah, that's all we want. I'm like, okay, cool. Does cool. Lisa get to go? She is going. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. So Lisa messaged me this afternoon. She's like, five hours to a holiday. And I replied and said, five hours till I go to work. Yeah, till your holiday. Yeah, yeah. till your holiday. <laughs> Perspective. <right>? Perspective. <laughs> That's right. But uh, no, she'll be sipping Mai Tais while I'm preparing MC notes. But no, it'll be fun. Let's hope it's not like the hangover yeah. too. <laughs> Let's hope it's not. Let's <laughs> hope it is. Oh, yeah. well. Come back with a face tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> mm, there goes the corporate gigs. Yeah. <laughs> like, on that note. Uh, Thank you for coming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, on that note, we want to see you come back with a yeah. face yeah. tattoo. We'd like to see you with a face tattoo. And where can our listeners find you, Blake? Uh, you can find us at uh, prooftheband.com or on Facebook, Instagram at uh, prooftheband. Uh, everything is on there. All, all my stuff, you'll find proof, you'll find me yep. attached to it somewhere. And book five years in advance, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually 12 months is enough, but hey, if you're going to get married, you know, if it's a March wedding, forget about it, right? That's, oh, that's, wow, the, that's the busy Another one. Another hot tip. March hot is tip. the busy month. Weddings. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, thank you for having me. And thank, thank you, you for, so much. Thank you for talking about events. It's one of those things that um, I think everyone, once they have their wedding, they go, I can, can be an event planner. <laughs> I am an event planner. Oh, yeah, that's right. Have I heard that before? <laughs> so true. That's right. And uh, But it's good to get some, you know, some information out there and people can listen to this as a, as a great resource. So, so well done for doing what you're doing. Thanks, Thanks so much. much. No worries. We've loved having you. Thank you for having us. We Thanks for the champagne. Page, thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, we're leaving the green room. Shut in the door. See you. All right. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. For your chance to have your questions answered or join our conversation, jump into our Facebook group, Behind the Clipboard Podcast, and follow us on Instagram at Behind the Clipboard Podcast. Yeah.